Hello, amigo, amigaso, Content Jefe. Welcome to the Content Jefe podcast by the Pod Sound School. I'm Veronica. And I'm Studio Steve. We teach people how to make content and how to implement content marketing systems to help them grow online. We're content creators too, and we've been in this business for uh, more than five years. This podcast is for you. If you're a business owner or content creator trying to figure out content marketing and how to make money online, in each episode, we'll bring you inside the content marketing world so you can make better content and more money. In this episode, we're going to be talking about whether or not it's a good idea to get into business with your significant other. Yes. Uh, I, I think what we are seeing uh, more and more is couples getting into business, getting into content creation. I mean, mm -hmm. we have uh, the Hormoses, Leah and Alex Hormosi, mm -hmm. and we have uh, Becky and Chris, which are famous YouTubers that we mm -hmm. follow. Uh, we have Chris and Julia, too. Yeah. They are in the home decor and renovation space and i'm obsessed with them yes which, by the way they live very close i'm not going to stalk them <laughs> no but i mean a friendship <laughs> could be in the so making happens that maybe we i can run into julia at um wegmans yeah at, at whole foods or, <laughs> whole or something foods or probably something. right yeah. yes mm -hmm. so if you're thinking about uh, getting into business with your significant other or starting something something creative with your significant other or maybe you're in the process of starting a business and you are contemplating the idea of getting somebody on board to help you move your vision forward, then this episode is for you and stick until the end because we're not holding back. We're sharing everything we know. We are a couple too, and we, uh, we've been doing this for four years Yes, four years. Um, we're, we, we've lived it all. Yes. The ups and downs. The roller coasters. The roller coasters, the, the, the wins and the, and the nasties. Yes. And we're going to be sharing all of those with you so you can have yeah. the information. You can mm -hmm. have all of the information so you don't go in blindly because mm -hmm. that's how we learn from other people's mistakes. Yes. So we don't make our own. <laughs> but you could also go in blindly. Also a wonderful way to learn. Yes. Uh, but that's we could probably did speed you ahead and hopefully inspire you. I think mm -hmm. that it's a really great idea to work through a significant other uh, for many reasons. And so this is going to be a really good episode. So make sure you yeah. stick around. Veronica's got a bunch of questions and, and things prepared that I've agreed mm -hmm. to talk about, but I have no idea. What yeah, he is. has no idea. So but, I'm a little, I'm actually a little scared. Uh -huh. but. but before we get into the episode, we want to thank you for listening or watching to the Content Heavy podcast. Uh, we're very grateful that you're taking the time to do so. Please make sure that you share this episode with other people who want to uh, go into business with their significant others or uh, feel free to share this podcast with uh, content creators and business owners that, you know, uh, help us grow our community. Um, also, I, as you can tell, like I've been uh, a little sick. She's Mrs. Sniffles. So if I'm, if I sneeze. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of sniffles going on. There's a lot of sniffles mm -hmm. and, and, and I'm, I'm a little This is our out. like four or five month period during the year where we're always sick. <laughs> well, so. I mean, we've been doing the IVs. But yeah, we've been doing everything. We've, I mean, every possible thing. That has been an experience. Yeah, the infrared saunas. The infrared saunas. The, I mean, just. We got ourselves a membership to a holistic 
uh, wellness type of place. Uh-huh. And we are constantly there. with And it's allowing us to maintain and to just carry the the crap that you get when mm-hmm. you have kids and when yeah. the kids are going into daycare. Yeah, and-, and I think it's helping because I think this time compared to last year, mm-hmm. the sickness hasn't taken me down. Like I'm able to be here to be recording this episode. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just crazy. So if you are sick... Even you are listening to this episode, you're not alone. You're not alone. Don't worry. If you have kids at home, I know you probably all got, the diseases. You know, jump kicked in the throat <laughs> by COVID, like like we all did, right? And yeah. the long COVIDs and all of the the vids and the everything else, we're still very much in the throes of all of that stuff. Yeah. So, but we're, we're still here. Showing, we're still here showing, showing up, up. And, and still trying to achieve our goals. You know, and, and make, still attractive. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You you've got that going on. <laughs> I had to practice this pose for like an hour before we pressed record. Well, I have to spend an hour on my face. Yeah. Well, (laughs) it evens out. (laughs) Okay. So let's begin with the good things or the perks. Okay. The perks of working with your significant other. Of working with your significant other. Going into business with your significant other. And the number one thing that I thought and that I've seen is the tangible and intangible assets that each spouse can bring into the business. Uh, For example, uh, when you start business, you have to get capital from investors or you have to, um, you know, invest money from your savings or invest money um, that, you know, there's some investment in equipment and whatever it is that your business idea will require. But if you have your spouse, your spouse on board, then maybe your spouse can bring some capital that way and can help you to start your business with more assets. Yes. And that can give you an advantage. I like And the, this is just talking about the the material assets and the investment that, that's going to need for you to get your business off the ground at the beginning. Let alone the intangible assets, what you also, uh-huh. which you also mentioned. Yeah, the intangible assets, which are also very, very important. I would say like even more important than the capital or the tangible assets. Uh, and these are the skills or the education that each spouse has acquired during their career, and they can bring that together to build a business. And this is like really, really cool because you don't have to go out there and hire people. Hiring is really, really uh, challenging. Yeah, and a lot of times you don't business know who owner, to hire. You don't first. know who to hire mm-hmm. first. Uh, it's going to cost you money. Sometimes you're going to have to go through bad hires mm-hmm. before you find a good one. It's like dating. <laughs> but with your spouse, you know that, you know, they have all of the skills they can bring uh, to the table and to help you grow your business. In our case, Steven knows a lot about audio engineer. You know, he he has um, training in, in film and all these things that he brought to the table. And we were able to start making videos for YouTube at a professional level with professional equipment just because he knew how to manage the, the lighting and the and the equipment and the editing like he started editing our videos too and also with me I was able to bring my all the skills that I learned in um, my profession mm-hmm. I used to be a lawyer so I brought those in too and that's how we build our business. And bonus points, because uh, uh, based on our experience, we didn't have the business education. We didn't have the marketing education, the sales uh, experience either. So we've been having to learn as we go. Yeah. And if you so happen to 
have those experiences. If one of you has, if those, one of experiences, you has those experiences, like even big better, time bonus points, big time. Bonus that's even points. better than that's way better than the video production experience and everything else. I don't know. I think I think that it's, you know, whatever it is, whatever experience, whatever you have it is. is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, let's move on and let's see let's what the first on. point is. The second one is that you will experience faster growth. And I think we uh, kind of mentioned this already. Two people can get more done than just one, especially if you bring all those skills together, mm -hmm. you can do more. In our case, we started with our with our podcast and then we decided that we wanted to do video. So I was writing scripts. I was sending emails. Mm -hmm. I was uh, taking over certain parts of the business while Steven was um, doing uh, the, the creative side of the business. I am the one who does the the, the administrative things. Mm -hmm. Um, so you just get to experience grow growth faster than if you were doing it all by yourself. Yeah. You also get a little more insights. You have two different minds, two different personalities who have different inputs. And so as you're doing your market research and you're kind of looking out there, uh, it's, you're not quite as much shooting in the dark. You're still shooting in the dark mm -hmm. Woo! and throwing a dart out there into the nothingness but at least with two people you have a little bit more of a uh, ability to narrow down with the little intricacies of of your niche market or mm -hmm. with the product or service that you're trying to develop uh then the other good thing or the other perk is that two people working it's two people working towards a common goal uh, if you're working with your significant other, like if you have kids, you know that the family unit, like everything you do is going to benefit the family unit. Uh, it's not, uh, it's different when you go to work to a different place and you kind of like uh, working towards different goals. Here, the, the, the couple is working towards one goal, which is to make the business profitable. And that's really, really helpful because everybody is on board. Like here in our house, we're all on board with our business. Our kids help us the, the best way they can when they want. <laughs> our kids never help us. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, but when it comes to the business, yes. Yeah, when it comes to business. Uh, and whether it's like babysitting the little one uh -huh. or just kind of like, yeah, they're actually part of our business quite a bit. Mm -hmm. We have the goal to actually teach them and empower them with everything we're learning with business, whether mm -hmm. they like it or not. So they kind of are getting forced as we educate ourselves. We're also trying to educate our kids as well, because mm -hmm. that's something that, you know, so many people can relate to when you first get into business. And I think that's why Veronica was going to give you the bonus points for mm -hmm. knowing about businesses. Like you could be like, you know, wonder, wonderfully successful in the corporate world or in any other kind of traditional job setting. But then when it comes to entrepreneurship, it's totally different. It's totally different. Yeah. But there's also, it can be so much more lucrative and there mm -hmm. isn't a cap and that's what's so powerful about it. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's so um, important to get over whatever differences you might have or find a way to make it work in a lot of cases, because if you want to actually break through and get that financial freedom that your traditional jobs are not offering you, mm -hmm. that's why it's so popular now. Mm -hmm. And with, it was just, it's the time period, you know, mm -hmm. like COVID and the pandemic and everything came in and sort of blew away people's um, idea of what work is and mm -hmm. what work could be when it forced us to kind of get out of our traditional work setting mm -hmm. yeah and it's like wait a minute i would like more vacation time and mm -hmm. i would like to you know have all these freedoms and yeah and entrepreneurship can be like really hard and can be lonely too yes it can but be when lonely. we have each other 
so we can we go through the ups and downs together and that just makes it better yeah a, a, a hundred times better yeah. that's that's yeah that's my two cents on that mm -hmm. i love that uh and then the other perk is that you already understand and know each other and that's um i think that's one of the things that uh, have helped me get out of my comfort zone be in front of the camera uh, and do, do and and do things that I didn't even think that I was <laughs> capable of. <laughs> and it's because I feel comfortable with working with Steven. I feel comfortable with uh, his creative ideas. I trust him completely. I know that he's an expert. He guides me through things and I just have to let go and trust <laughs> And that has Sometimes been I so push useful. You through things. He pushes me Not to do things. Not very nicely either. Yeah. But it's, mm. it's very comforting to have somebody you trust, have somebody who has your back, mm -hmm. um, like walking uh, uh, that path with you. It's been priceless in that regard. Because I don't think I would be doing this without him. I don't think I would be making videos. I don't think... That's something that I also think that is really good about it as well is that it, it forces you to confront issues within your relationship that you otherwise would not confront. Mm -hmm. um, there's all sorts of little, no matter what kind of relationship you're in, obviously we're not relationship coaches and this isn't about you like improving your relationship with your significant other, but that is what your entrepreneurial journey is going to be like, whether you like it or not, you're going to realize what your real boundaries are and you're going to have to have some really difficult conversations and mm -hmm. arguments and full on fights mm -hmm. and things about, whoa, I didn't, I don't like it when you treat me like that. And do you realize that you are a complete dickhead? You know, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. wow, you're conde condescending, you know? Yeah. And when you're in a work environment with somebody who isn't a close significant other to you, um, things are just allowed to slide for years and years and mm -hmm. years. And you're just always mistreated by your boss. Yeah. But in, a and, lot of uh, passive aggression and yeah. they can tell you, yeah. And so in entrepreneurship, whether you're going it solo or you're going to do it with a partner or whatever, your growth as a business is going to be in direct relation to your personal growth mm -hmm. as well. And so you're going to get, and that's what I find so beautiful about it. Mm -hmm. That's also what we're always encouraging our clients and students with when it comes to like starting a podcast or getting in, in front of the camera and starting content creation is because it forces you into personal growth. You have to face your insecurities. You have to do everything else. And so we committed to start this business together and we invested a ton of money into it. And we invested a ton of our time into it, obviously, and years into it. And we, we're just going to figure this out as we go along. Mm -hmm. And because of that commitment, part of that commitment is like, well, I'm, we're going to have to be flexible and change and, and um, meet each other where we're at and compromise and and really have some tough conversations with ourselves and meditate on our own individual things mm -hmm. that we have. And I think that is the one big reason I would recommend for every couple to go into it. Because maybe even going into it, you realize that, you know, I don't even like you. Yeah. <laughs> and if that's the case. Yeah, you have to like each other a little bit. You do kind of have to like each other. And then maybe you're going to have a different conversation mm -hmm. about your relationship. And that's what I'm saying. We're, this This is under... The umbrella of considering that you have a decent relationship <laughs> yeah. with your significant other because if you don't at least have a decent relationship where you feel like the communication's open and there's actually trust there then i wouldn't do it yeah 
The other good thing about going into business with your significant other, and Stephen was talking about it already, is like the support and understanding. Um, when you're working together towards the same goal, then there's a lot of flexibility. There's a lot of um, flexibility as far as the schedule. Um, then you make sure that things get done. And, and if maybe uh, you have to work at nights or maybe, you know, if you have to take the kids in the morning to school, then there's a lot of flexibility in that regard because you're working together. Um, sometimes when I when I'm sick, Stephen picks up the slack for me and he comes here and he does a bunch of things, or he does the babysitting while I'm feeding uh, babysitting now because they're your kids. Like <laughs> <laughs> he watches his kids while <laughs> yeah. while I'm finishing a project. Mm. So there's a lot of collaboration and teamwork that goes into play when you are working with your spouse which i think is pretty cool it's pretty cool yeah mm -hmm. it's a totally different thing and like we get to celebrate the successes together and and we get to celebrate the also the losses the together losses and and, and, and that and... that helps a lot mm -hmm. just to have that person there with you like you know lately we've been celebrating the contracts that we have gotten into and and exciting yeah, things mi contracts milestones and i remember back when we started like when somebody would say yes to our it to be interviewed on our podcast we're going to have dinner or lunch yeah yeah just to have somebody <laughs> let's go on our celebrate uh -huh, yeah so there's a lot of celebrations there's a lot of celebrations mm -hmm. like even the 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 most insignificant things like mm -hmm. you're just walking this path together so it's, it's yeah, pretty cool it's pretty cool Hey, I'm interrupting the episode for a little announcement. You know you have to create content to attract more prospects online, but the whole thing seems daunting and too much to figure it out on your own. Which social media platform should I choose? Should I start making videos for IG Reels, TikTok, or YouTube? What skills do I need to learn? What equipment do I need? Or maybe you're considering starting a podcast for your business. And if any of that's the case, we want to invite you to sign up for the waitlist for Smart and Simple Podcasting. It's our first coaching program where we, the Pod Sound School, will be teaching you how to create and launch a professional podcast from scratch. Content marketing, so your content is a lead generation machine for your business and different ways to maximize every time you record so you can create micro pieces of content that will go on different social media platforms. We'll be holding your hand through the whole process, meeting weekly with you, making sure that you're not getting left behind. We'll be teaching students and clients about podcast and video production and marketing for four years. Our approach to teaching is straightforward, innovative, and fun. So hurry up and go to podcastingsmart.com slash waitlist to sign up or find the link in the description of this episode. Stop working so hard on your content. Make your content work for you. Now back to the episode. Okay, so now let's move on to the not so good part of getting into business with your significant other. Yes. And the first thing is that the business is going to be the only source of income if both of you are working in the business full time. Yeah. So you may want to get together and talk finances with your with your partner and see uh, how things are going to get paid at the projections and how... Uh, the business is going to start making money uh -huh. and all of this. So there's stress-free because the last thing you want to do is to have financial stress, bring financial stress to the business and to your the relationship, relationship and to your family. And to your family. So but, you I mean, don't that kind of stuff is inevitable anyway. Like you're going to have financial stress as a couple regardless. Mm -hmm. So yeah, but just make sure that 
yeah, that you understand the risks that you're taking before you hop into it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's not like, for example, you're working on your business and then your significant other is um, working on their full-time job and they're bringing some income. It's going to be just the business bringing the income. So have that in mind. That's just like the not so good part. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the other not so good thing is like the different personalities and habits. And I think... That's one of the things that we have struggled the most is how different we are mm -hmm. and, and certain things. And that's when Stephen was saying like the importance of doing the work because you don't want to hold each other back. Uh, you don't want to bring the bad habits into the partnership. Yeah, right. I guess what you're what you, another way you could put this is the not so good part of it is you are going to be forced to deal with your demons mm -hmm. so that you can be a better partner. Yeah. For, for your business and for your, the, you're going to have to, you're going to constantly have this mirror held up to yourself and to, you'll be forced to change and it's uncomfortable and it yeah. sucks and it, you're going to have to adapt and grow and you're going to have to put in work and things on terms that aren't your own mm -hmm. and then be met with that, that feeling of, well, I thought I got into business to have things on my terms, mm -hmm. but no, actually they're not because this, this business isn't you. And so it's like this constant battle we have between our ego mm -hmm. and the better version of ourselves that we're trying yeah, to Yeah, you get to learn about the other person's work ethic too, mm -hmm. which comes into play when you are when you don't have a boss breathing on your neck. That's yes. when you really are confronted with your own, your own work ethic. <laughs> yeah. And How well you're we've motivated had trouble. You we we have we have issues with that. We have also that of issues I thought that and... I had a good work ethic when in reality mm -hmm. and then you have to you're also confronted with uh your level of focus. Mm -hmm. So when you have a task at a traditional job, you just get that task done by the end of the week. So your boss is happy, whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe some weeks you perform better than others. Um, and they have all these different metrics at these traditional jobs you're working to be able to tell how your performance is doing. And everybody, just like we think we're a good driver, we think that we're good at, mm -hmm. we have good work ethic too. Oh, I have great work ethic. But as it turns out, I have struggles focusing. Yeah. I, you know, I, I so yeah, me let me, let me done. be clear with that. It's not like we don't deliver. We do deliver. <laughs> <laughs> but our, uh, at our mental health expense uh -huh. and physical health expense, because of the work ethic, but we do deliver uh -huh. like from the outside, people are not, you're not going to have a complaint if you work with us that we're late uh -huh. or that we don't turn in, um, um, projects on time or that, or that we, uh, are not good in our courses. No, you're going to hear great things. The problem is internal is that, that how taxing it is and mm -hmm. how we're just putting so much work on us. Because we had to adjust our work ethic. And mm -hmm. I just like, fine. give happens. this a mamonazo. Mm -hmm. But uh, Stephen, uh, he's a night person or he used to be. He's, um, he's <laughs> a recovering night person. <laughs> Poor thing. I am a morning person. Uh -huh. I'm an early riser. By 5 a.m. Yeah. I want to be out, out of bed. And uh -huh. so in the morning I have my best ideas and I can get like my best work and I work out. So. Yeah, and in the morning I'm grumpy, grumpy. So yeah, and it's so the he's same not with listening. Her at, at nighttime, it's the, it's the same. I have my best ideas at nighttime, and you're grumpy and you're not listening. Yeah. So one of the things that I I I do that I think it's just very annoying, not only to you but mm -hmm. to me, is just how I get distracted with housework, and it's been one of the challenge challenges that I had to face working from home. Yeah. 
Um, I just I need to have the, the kitchen has to be clean. It'd be interesting to see you in an office setting. Especially yeah, like when what am I going to do in an the office, office setting? When you're, I bet I will be cleaning the I office. I think so, too. And I think in an office setting where you're the boss, right? I think that you would and it might even be some type of procrastinate cleaning, right? Uh -huh. Like it's just some type of there's the task list just gets so over you get overburdened with your tasks uh -huh. that you wind up procrastinate cleaning instead of actually getting <laughs> tasks done. So all these things, but what we're talking about now is personal productivity. Uh -huh. We're talking about increasing workflow. We're talking about all the things that bosses are trying to get their employees to do. Mm -hmm. And when you're building a company, you're and you're you're also building the culture of your company. And at first, when you're in the early stages, like we're still in the very early stages of our company, um, it's just the two of you. It can be hard to think uh, in terms of the fact that you're a company. That's mm -hmm. what I think is one of the big kind of struggles yeah. is that you forget that you're building a that this is a business that this is a company mm -hmm. if because you're so close because it's so family mm -hmm. and so it's hard for you to see the eventual oh we will be working in an office oh we will have you know many employees and a big team of people mm -hmm. um working for us that, that we're responsible for and all mm -hmm. of that um and so it's about stepping stones and getting from one place to the next that's but, another thing that that we Another situation that we have going on between us is that Stephen is the visionary. Like he's like 10 years ahead of, of uh, our time. And he just talk, he comes and talks to me about all these ideas and when he wants to bring the company and all that. And I am more like to the ground, like getting what has to get done today. Because and then when that is, 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 is done, checked off the to-do list, then we can talk about those things. Yes, which is interesting because that in that mentality, right, those things would never come, right? You, you have to visualize in the future. But on the other hand, if you're, and if you're constantly in the future, then you're never getting those things done. Uh -huh. So that's why we balance each other out. And we joke about it is where I'm up in the sky, I'm flying up in the sky, and Veronica's down on the ground. And she needs to be pulled up a little bit and to, to fly around a little bit in the sky and i need to be brought down like substantially i mean we've had we've had fights oh, when we fights, yeah. when we talked about like not doing this anymore yeah definitely there's been all of that <laughs> there's been all of that and it's so cool because it's all part of it mm -hmm. and if that was the the actual choice that we truly wanted we would have chosen that for ourselves that's what's so cool that's the freedom that you get too you can adapt, you can change, you can try out different roles. You can, mm -hmm. you know what, you when you wear that hat, you're not very good at it. Or, okay, now you try that hat. Mm -hmm. You can find out what you're actually good at. And so all of these things, like, yeah, they might kind of suck because they're difficult, mm -hmm. but that's what you want because difficulty and being under tension is when change happens. Mm -hmm. And you're not only changing yourself, you're building a legacy for your relationship, for your kids, for your family, for the world. And... You know, that's why I think it's becoming so popular for couples yeah. to do this together. And I, and I think also it forces you to be, be like brutally honest with the other person because there's so much at stake. Yeah. It's like, okay, we don't, I don't have time to sugarcoat it. Mm. I don't have time to like have secret resentments yeah. or like sweep it under the rug. There's need, things needs to be brought up to the surface mm. and we need to talk about it and we need to address them. So yes. that has been one of the things that I like about being in business with you. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's again, it goes back to though, and I would say this is the big warning thing. And this comes from both sides of a personality that you may have in your relationship. 
you might actually be the one that sort of wears the pants and sort of commands the ship in a relationship where, you know, and, and you think you could just sort of, you know, assume that your spouse is going to want to be in the business with you and that kind of personality. Right. Or you can be the other one who's like, you know, kind of not sure that your spouse would even want to be in a bit coming into business with you. Right. So th- you really need to start having these conversations and really think about it because once you commit your, where you're headed is a place of growth mm-hmm. and you need to be fearless in that because that growth could very much lead you to a place of not building a business together, realizing that you shouldn't work together and even questioning certain things about your relationship. Mm-hmm. And so that all of those things get brought up to the surface and you have to deal with them. And I just think like, hell yeah. The sooner you can bring those things up to the surface to deal with them, mm-hmm. the better. Yeah. Um, but then one- another uh, negative thing or another not so good thing about uh, going in business together is mm-hmm. with your significant other is the the brainstorming, the talking about the business, the the ideation, the the projects and all that um, never ends. Mm-hmm. So it's been really, really hard for us just to be like, okay, we're not going to talk about business. It's like when you go out um, to, when you have a date with your, with your, with your husband and you just talk about the kids all the time, Mm -hmm. it's just the same with us. Our business is just our baby. Mm -hmm. So we're just constantly talking about the business. We go on a date and we say, let's not talk about business. Let's not be at work tonight. Uh And then the whole date is just talking about fun things. So that's one of the things that can Mm -hmm. uh, be like, oh, what a bummer. You know, like Mm -hmm. we're always talking about business. So yeah, we just have to set boundaries and set say, boundaries I, and sometimes I'm like, I don't, and I'm not even listening. And I just can, can we just not talk about that right mm-hmm. now? Or can, can we just uh, schedule it so we can have a, a meeting about it tomorrow or things like that to, just to yeah, stop? That. It's about communication and it's just about having a good place for things to exist and, and coming up with your own systems for that. It's going to be different relationship by relationship, business by business, but and the two last ones, I'm going to put them together, is that all your your vulnerabilities and fears and in- inadequacies are exposed. Yeah. Uh, and there's absolutely no time apart. And it's, it's interesting because you may know your significant other as your your partner, right? And the home and and how they interact with you and your kids and maybe with friends. But you don't know them at work that's a whole new uh different environment that they may be like mean or they may be nice or not very Mm -hmm. pleasant or impatient impatient yeah or uh you know have all these things that they bring from work to from their work experience from their work experience and then all of a sudden you're like wait a minute i remember being you know when you would you know talk you know, poorly or gossip about your people at work. I was like, maybe you were the problem. Maybe you, you know? were the problem. <laughs> like, yeah. Maybe you whoa, were the problem. You know, you're pretty difficult to work with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're talking about me here. By the way. <laughs> no, I'm difficult too. Nah, I'm not difficult really. Too. Uh, I, you're pleasant and wonderful. I, for me, I have some serious <laughs> issues and I, and a lot of it was, you know, baggage you bring from your past, you know, when working on film sets and things with really grumpy, um, mm-hmm you know, second assistant directors and stuff who are, and the producers coming in and screaming at you every, you know, and, and I guess you would say unhealthy work environments that you can kind of bring in. And it's just like, Hey, plug that thing in over here. And like, you know, it's a, 
Uh, so, yeah, you know that I'm your wife, right? You don't yeah, need to like, like point at me uh, and like tell me to plug that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's been a lot you of that. don't need to use that tone mm-hmm. like uh, uh, no no none of that steven has a, a, a um loving hate relationship with with uh our content and with what we do with being on camera yeah love hate relationship with making content or getting in front of the camera but the cool thing about that is is once you start doing you're gonna have to do all of the tasks between the two of you mm-hmm. so you can kind of see which one you're good at and hey you want to try the manager hat this month and then i'll try it next month and it, it might seem obvious, like Veronica coming from the background that she did, I, I, you know, we may have had assumptions that have changed through the years mm-hmm. of what we're better at and who yeah. should be in charge of what. Mm-hmm. And that's really cool. And so it's just about, are you willing to make the commitment to make the thing work even, you know, and are you willing to not to let go and just mm-hmm. allow things to be what they are? And then if there's anything, I think a little tip uh, that, you know, you have a hate relationship with a little bit, like getting in front of the camera mm-hmm. or being a slave to your content. And and when you have to be a slave to your content, content marketing, mm-hmm. it's the only way to market right now, mm-hmm. um, no matter the size of your business. And so you likely, when you're first starting, are not going to have the budget necessarily. Everybody's a little bit different, but you may not have the budget to hire a content marketing team. So you're going to have to figure out how to do most of it yourself. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and, and even if, I mean, God forbid that you have to do all the editing yourself. And we did that for years. We mm-hmm. had to, we actually, every piece of content you saw, Pod Sounds a Cool piece of content, we edited ourselves and hours and hours and hours of editing. And now we have a team of wonderful, fabulous editors that help us with that. Mm-hmm. And so that can happen too. You can start seeing, what am I not good at? And what do I not like doing the least? And let's, push our business like that it's almost like your drive it can be a goal for you to not have to do it anymore mm-hmm. and i do have to say i think that is one of my goals is to be able to back away from the camera and not be on camera so mm-hmm. much is definitely one of my goals um because it takes more energy i find to be on camera than it does any of the other tasks that we do for yeah. me um you know i like to be the guy behind the camera come to find yeah, out yeah you do mm-hmm. Yeah. And like one of the things for me is like how sensitive um, I am to your feedback. And Ooh, yeah. and that's something that that can be tricky when you are working with your spouse is like mm-hmm. your sensitivities. And then you just kind of when you're at work, you don't place this responsibility on other people to be gentle or to be because they know you intimately. And yeah. then uh, with your spouse, you place this responsibility on your spouse because they know your sensitivities. They they know you are the personal level. So you expect them to, uh, I guess, walk in on eggshells or like sugarcoat things. Or uh, So that's something that I've been having to work on is just uh, separate our relationship from the business, from when he's talking to me from the point of view of productivity, of getting things done. Yes. Of... of uh what's going on like what's going on like i i asked you to do things we 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 talked about this it's on our schedule it's not done like what happened uh-huh. and i just started crying <laughs> You're like, because he you know he has so, to be <laughs> i love that though because that's a double thing like so that everybody's going to struggle with in a relationship is you're going to have to be okay with not having things sugar-coated for you anymore and you're also going to have to learn how to not sugarcoat. Mm-hmm. It's just better, better communication, more up upfront, honest communication is more efficient uh-huh. for the bottom line. Yeah. 
nothing's going to get caught up in, in uh, any more things will get done. And it's all about getting things done. Get moving things moving along. Things That's the realization along. that we have gotten. Mm -hmm. And also, um, like it helps sometimes to say like, no, I'm a professional. Like, yeah. uh, talk to me with respect. Yes. Or, or, or let me, uh, let me give you, let me share with you from a professional point of view and not uh, as a partner or not yes. as somebody who knows you um, in that in that side of you that you don't like. You and know, then, it's just like, yeah, it's tricky. I think this is a really good place and, and we've already just, without realizing it, shared a few good tips. So I think this is a really mm -hmm. good place to leave you with since you're, I think hopefully are catching the vibe that it's going to be work, but there's a lot of benefits that are going to mm -hmm. come from this. Here's just a couple tips of things you could do as we leave this episode with you um, that I think would help that you can do from the beginning. Okay. Mm -hmm. So to, to save you a lot of headache mm -hmm. and, um, and that my two big things, my first one is to have a conversation about who does what mm -hmm. and is to read a book of business, mm -hmm. find a couple books and read those books together separately and then have a, like a book club meeting. Okay. Mm -hmm. And have this sort of probational period where you're going to be in business development mode. If mm -hmm. we would have done this five years ago, things oh, would have been so much better. Mm -hmm. Go, don't just hop into the product and service that you're wanting to make and just start making it. You can, I mean, that's, you're going, going to regardless of what I say, but try to have a little probational period where you're like, let's go into business mode. Let's read at least one business book. I really like the personal MBA is a good one to start with mm -hmm. or even sales EQ. It's a book, uh, mm -hmm. sales book. Both those the books e are some of my favorite. Yeah. Oh, the E-Myth. Mm -hmm. Very good book to start with. Uh, we've mentioned those before, those three books, but as good starter books. But then have a conversation about what hats would you like to wear? How is the business even structured? Mm -hmm. How many different roles do does there need to be for our business? What actually mm -hmm. has to get done? Mm -hmm. You know, does there... Um, and then start deciding, I want to wear this hat, I want to wear this hat, mm -hmm. and I want to wear this hat. So my first tip is to put yourself in departments and hold yourself responsible over that department because that's going to help with the sugarcoating problem. That's mm -hmm. going to help with everything else because it's going to be like, well, actually, this is my department, so I'm in charge of this, and mm -hmm. this is how I performed, and I'm this is what I'm going to be doing better, and how did you do in your department? That's tip. my first tip. And my second tip is uh, find separate working spaces. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, you can come together, obviously, in a community space where you have to work yeah. together. But yeah, at the beginning, we we're like, oh, how cute. Yeah, we're, we're like on top together. of each other, yeah. like and then... laptops right next to each other. Uh -huh. then, yeah. yeah. That was great. That, <laughs> that was, the was honey cute. That was cute. That was the honeymoon <laughs> period of our business. We have pictures. Mm -hmm, we do. And <laughs> we still do that. Except now we have Zoom meetings. Yeah, we, uh, we, we have to have Zoom meetings. And we have our own separate offices and our own separate workspaces mm -hmm. and things. And uh, because as we found out, I think there is that, um, we just talk and, and a lot of talking, a lot of hypothetical thinking, a lot of dreaming and just enjoying each other's company mm -hmm. and laughing and stuff that is good, but that's what, you know, you don't, you're, you're managing yourself now. Right. Mm -hmm. And if you're a manager of another company and you go in and these two, Pendejos are just talking the whole time to yeah. each other, right? It's like, hey, we need to separate you and get you into different mm -hmm. environments. So that's my two tips yeah. that you could do right from beginning. I have more too. Okay, what are yours? Then the other one is to have um, a, a business, to have business hours or, or uh, hours of operation. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. And I think that's something that I want us to implement as soon as we can. Because during those hours, you know that you are not husband and wife. 
you are professionals working towards this new business. You are yes. you are colleagues. You are uh, your partners uh -huh. for that business. And everything that's talked about during that that period of time is business related. And yeah, you may not. I, I just don't like. You know, sometimes uh, with people at work, with your boss, with your with your coworkers, sometimes the things that they do you don't like. Sometimes the you know the things that they make you do you don't like. But because it's done in that period of time, then you don't take it to the personal, to the relationship, to the husband and wife relationship. It stays there in the business. So it doesn't affect the um, relationship. Yes. You know what I mean? It's I just like, like that. If we start doing that, I think, and because I think over time, the resent resentments that from situations that come up during the work hours can leak into their relationship. And all of a sudden, like the person that, that you know, you're just like, like I can't let go, you know? Uh -huh, Yeah. But so, if it's done during this time, then it's just business. Yes. And then we talk about it during business. Mm -hmm. And then when that's over, then we just get into our um, personal relationship. Yeah. So it's about wearing different hats that way. Wearing that is different also hats. a big time tip from anybody who might be transitioning from working at home is to have a work space, an office space, mm -hmm. right? Even if you don't have a lot of space or extra rooms where you're living, you, you find a way to separate it with something and that's your space. People don't interrupt you in there. Mm -hmm. And then work hours is also a really good thing. Your kids aren't allowed in to interrupt you during a certain time or you take shifts, right? So that's what's cool about the flexible work hours. And we actually do have those work hours. I don't know what you know, you're talking about wanting work hours. Oh, we're not. Well, sometimes we work late and we work. We, we're all we're always place. working. Yes, but we're always, working. we're always working basically. But the the work hours are determined by the kids. Yeah. Right. So that's the other. That's the other tricky part. That's the other is tricky when part. when you it's, throw the kids in the mix. Mm -hmm. but, and if the kids are also sharing the space with you, so the work hours is like you have to juggle. to hear whoo, you catch her. Uh, yeah, go get it. Yeah, yeah. Go get it. Save yourself. Come <laughs> down here with Are you okay? <laughs> okay. Just save yourself. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and what's great is, you know, that's what's so cool is when you find yourself wanting to be at work. Yeah. You know. But it's been a pleasure. Yes, it has. It's, it's been, been a real it's joy. It's been very fun. And I wouldn't have chosen to do anything else. And I just love it. I love everything about it. And there, Me too. Uh, it's been really cool. And and that has allowed us to grow. It's allowed our relationship to grow. Mm -hmm. It's allowed us to get closer. It's allowed us to get to know each other better, way mm -hmm. better than we would have otherwise. Um, and, you know, all of the different layers of the onion that are our different personalities. Mm -hmm. And you have to bring those up to the surface. And it's like, ugh. Yeah, man. like I, I know you very well. Yeah, Probably too well. Very well. <laughs> right? Yeah, but um, so... So that's it. That's it. That's and it. This Let us more... know in the comments if you're thinking about uh, going to into business with your significant other. We will yep. love to know. Um, also, make sure that you follow us on social media at Pat Sound School. Uh -huh. And uh, just, um, you know, send us a DM. And, and, and just we, we want to learn about you. We want to learn about your projects and we want to learn about how we can help you so make sure that yeah. you get a, get a hold of us yeah get a hold of us don't be a stranger don't be a stranger and we have coaching programs we have mm -hmm. q a's that we do and um this has been a candid episode we mm -hmm. like to with our podcast this is a place where we like to do that on our pod sound school channel on youtube our main pod sound school channel you won't see us doing this uh, that's part of our strategy now too 
And I think that's a good strategy for content creation you can try yourself is to have a place where you do get more candid. And that's also what's very beautiful about podcasts. Uh, we have a really fun episode for you next week. So stay tuned, mm -hmm. follow or subscribe to the show wherever you're listening or watching. This is an audio and a video podcast. You can find the video podcast on Spotify and YouTube. It's really fun to watch video podcasts on Spotify. Mm -hmm. And uh, so make sure you hit all the little buttons. And um, yeah. yeah. And with yeah. that, we'll let you go. We'll let you go. Bye, jefe. <laughs> <laughs>